the bicycles episode. Gotta say, I was surprised how well the, this theme works. Yeah, the theme is bicycles. And this is a competitive radio hour where myself, Will Hegel, and my co-host, Lee Robinson, connect two classic albums, Kevin Bacon style. We discuss. But yeah, that sounds right. You know more than I know, though. You know more than I know. You know more than I know. You know more than I know. And I know, as I already said, this is the Bicycles episode. And I know we're going from John Cale to JJ Cale here. So little backstory on how this theme came together. Lee, we actually, Lee's usually the Rhode Island... uh, Red. The Rhode Island Red, is that your nickname? Yeah. And I'm the Burbank Booty, it doesn't really make sense. Or I'm the, if Red is a Taylor Swift album, so I guess I'm the Burbank 1989. Okay. And... We actually saw each other in real life. We were on the beach in Manhattan Beach. We were saying, hey, are we going to do an episode this week? And what's the theme? We had a, a fan actually walked up out of nowhere <laughs> on the beach, on the strand, and said, oh, yeah, I've been listening to the podcast. I want to suggest some ideas. Desert Island was one of those. We might do them in the future. Some good ideas, but ultimately nothing was hitting. And then Lee was like, all right, I'm going to ride this bicycle home. And I think I was like, you want to do Bicycle? And you're like, Bicycle? Yeah. And then you gave me your album choice immediately, which is? I chose Pink Floyd, Piper at the Gates of Dawn. I think we've talked a little bit about this album, but I thought it'd be good to do a full dive. Yeah. And since we've talked about Pink Floyd before, we've also talked about the artist I chose. And that's why I fired back with the cool kids when fish ride bicycles. Obvious bicycle theme there. Yeah. And we had 24 hours to put this together, so let's see what happened. Well, I'll, I will get more into sort of the bicycle theme with my pick, but the easy giveaway is there's a the last track on the album is Bike, which was Bike. a really popular song for whatever reason in my middle school to sing to each other because it's kind of got silly nursery rhyme style lyrics. Was it the last song on the album too? It was. It was the last one, but I was reading on Wiki that was just the American track list. I guess oh. the UK version was slightly different. And this was the... Oh my god. As I was listening to this, I had in my mind you talking about ACDC, Bon Scott versus the other guy. Yeah, Brian so Johnson. I, but there is Sid Barrett versus the other guy. David Gilmore. Is this David Gilmore? No, this is Sid Barrett. So. Okay, because this sounded more whimsical. I can't remember where you mentioned Willy Wonka, but I couldn't stop thinking about Willy Wonka as I was listening to this. <laughs> yeah, this is also very Willy Wonka. Uh, I did use Willy Wonka for Von Scott, though. Um, I would argue Sid Barrett is even more Willy Wonka for sure. Maybe not as high energy, but definitely nutty. Yeah, which uh, I think I've said on the past, too, that my image of Sid Barrett is like, because he did lose his mind and yes. go schizophrenic or something. And like my image of him is very dark side of the moony. You know what I mean? Like, even though he's not on that album. So anyways, go yeah. ahead. Yeah, yeah, No, I think um, you're spot on. I think he was struggling with mental health and basically was doing too much acid. Um, all right, why don't we launch into it? You want me to go? Is that hey, right you know I how acid LSD was discovered? Exactly. Launching Albert in. Hoffman went on a bike ride. Is that what this song's about? Yeah, that's that's uh, part oh, of the I had metaphor. No idea. I've got a bike. You can ride it if you like. He's talking about LSD. Wow. All right. Million points. Now that I'm much more familiar with like nursery rhymes and stuff, I could appreciate that he's doing kind of like a spin on that style for his songwriting. I could see that. It's just telling the story of Willy Wonka. 
Wait, this is the best line. He talks about knowing a mouse named Gerald. <laughs> don't know why I call him Gerald. He's a good mouse. <laughs> That's a, uh, we call all the spiders in our house, Jerry. Do you? Like there's a spider like, oh yeah, Jerry's in the shower. Nice. They're all Jerry. I Can guess they're full name Gerald. Should we cancel Sidaret? What do you say? Clan of gingerbread man. <laughs> Is that offensive? No, I don't know. I'm just joking. Do you want it to be a gingerbread person, or are you just trying to make this the most controversial podcast? That was perfect timing. So yeah, do you want to give the the story of LSD is pretty interesting in that, I mean, I what I read online was the first sort of dose was a mistake. Yeah. I think he... Oh, I don't know. Now I feel like I'm losing my mind like Sid Barrett with these... It's like, it was very psychedelic, this album. Oh, yeah. But in a different way than Dark Side of the Moon. It wasn't a slow burn. It was more like Beatles, Sgt. Peppery. Definitely Sgt. Peppery. It's kind of when, like, psych pop is peaking. Um, but I do think... Like I mentioned earlier, Sid Barrett was unique in that his stuff was almost like children's songs. Yeah. Uh, now I'm thinking think, of a sketch where a waiter comes up and says, hey, do you want anything with your fries? Maybe the psychedelic option. What's that? <laughs> it's salt and Sergeant Pepper. Nice. And then I Am the Walrus starts playing. That was not funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to go for one unfunny joke, minus five. But so, but to your point, the LSD connection to bicycles is that the inventor or the discoverer of LSD did his first trip on a bicycle. Yeah, well, it was like he took it and then he didn't feel anything. And then he took the bike ride home and he started feeling weird. And then Just he, like us right now. Yep. And I want to issue a correction. I'm the Walrus was on Magical Mystery Tour, not on Sgt. Pepper. But you can listen wow. to the Sgt. Pepper episode Good for that. Good catch. Giving you the gavel if I had caught that. <laughs> Passing it back though. Uh yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else worth mentioning. I guess just like I had kicked off at the top of the episode, I was surprised that bicycles are such a part of our culture and that there was tons and tons of it was very easy like to find musical connections to bikes. Yeah, people sing about bikes a lot, surprisingly. They do. But, right, I'll pass it. But I don't know. I, I I don't know how much you dug on bikes because it is an interesting topic, but not one that I know a lot about. Do you like riding bikes? I do actually, and um, I started doing it ironically in L.A., which was a weird city to like start riding your bike around everywhere. Yeah, I used to love it because one of my commutes for my job, it was on like maybe Santa Monica and it was going east and it was just like bumper to bumper uh -huh. and so i started riding my bike even though it took me about 40 minutes on a bike cruising i used past to people. just blow past people just like hundreds of cars just stationary and i would just boost to the stoplight yeah uh -huh. and it, i was gonna say it's maybe less dangerous than a motorcycle but it's also probably super dangerous yeah i have no idea i never got close to getting hit i've i've been way closer to getting hit in um oakland than I ever was in LA. Yeah, I bought a beach cruiser and I didn't realize they don't go up hills. Oh, and I tried damn. to ride from um, Silver Lake to Echo Park, even going like on sunset. This is very local references for all of our LA lis listeners. And like on sunset, which has a bike lane, but then there's like the city bus is going and then it cuts you off and it's like exhaust blowing in your face. People are speeding by at 90 miles Oof. an hour and it's just stressful and it's hot. Yeah. So I generally don't like biking. I wish I liked it more, but you know, I, I'm on the Peloton life. I'm not even gonna lie. Well, what do you think of that as far as exercise goes? I love it and I love, I do like biking when I do it, but I think of biking as more of like to get to a destination. I don't know, I think of it as like a horse or a car. 
Yeah. And I feel like the city I live in isn't quite set up for it. Although I do live near a bike path. Well, if we're being honest, I think the best place in the world to bike is definitely in Netherlands, which... Yeah, I was looking up bands from Utrecht, which is the number one biking destination or biking city in the world. And I think I was just blown away that like when you make it easy to bike, it becomes such a more appealing option. Absolutely, because if two bikes crash, you're probably not going to die. Yeah, you give them their own light, you give them their own lanes. I mean, I hate Uh, driving. I like walking. I think that's what I've learned is like in college, everyone had bikes and mine got stolen multiple times. And once I realized like I live from class, I either live like a five to 10 minute bike ride or like a 20 minute walk. And it's like, Mm -hmm. well, I just leave 20 minutes early and I just walk and everyone's like crashing into each other on their bikes. Or, you know, you get to a stop sign, you got to, you um stand on the ground and like stand up a little bit and then you get back in the uncomfortable seat uh-huh. when do you shift gears how do you brake? do you have to signal at a stoplight if you're on the road can you ride on the sidewalk like no. i like to ride a bike on the sidewalk i don't like to ride a bike on the street so basically if a city would make just all bike lanes i'd be fine with it those are my thoughts on bicycles i love it and is that it on pink floyd <laughs> yeah i think that's it I mean, yeah, I, we've I do talked love already bikes. about it. I think we already talked about Sid Barrett's sort of demise. Uh, but this is that first album I had mentioned. Um, it's sort of like still his sound, his signature to their upbringing, you know, as they go, you know, get popular. Yeah, I'm glad that you made me listen to it because I had never listened to it and I really enjoyed it and it was a lot different than I expected. So definitely one I recommend to people. But since we already talked about Pink Floyd on a past episode, we also talked about the cool kids. Not a ton to say about them, but this album immediately popped into my mind. It's called When Fish Ride Bicycles from 2011, I believe. Uh, Looking back on it, I was like, I didn't love this album when it came out because we've talked about the bake sale in the past, which was their debut EP. And to me, that was like an album that was like their debut album. And they also just yeah. released songs online. And they were like, the blog era was a podcast that came out. And now everyone uses that term, the blog era, to encapsulate mm-hmm. that period of like mid Music 2000s, blogs. 2010s, where, yeah, like some of the people featured on this, like Asher Roth, Chip the Ripper. Um, but then on this album in particular, the cool kids like definitely went for it with their features. Uh, they got Ghostface Killer on here. Uh, they got two songs produced by the Neptunes. Um, revisiting it was interesting because I, I feel like there's not really hits like there is on the bake sale or some of their like looser stuff. Yeah. But I liked it as an album. Did you like it? Yeah, I tried to not compare it to bake sale. I'm with you in that that was definitely like a really formative album. Mm-hmm. Um. I did wonder if like maybe it's one of those things where like they're a group that does better without the help of like you know big studio album style yeah definitely you know release because uh, yeah oh go ahead they were i was just gonna say they were revolutionary at the time because everyone was doing like big over the top production style and then chuck english was mostly making the beats yeah and it was just you know on the one song he says all i need for a beat is a mic and a bell yeah. And he like literally made it either that was one beat he made beatboxing, but everything else is like 808s, very simple. Yep. Like MIDI keyboard, probably like type fruity stuff. loops. I feel like yeah, he used fruity loops. fruity loops. Yeah, for sure. But also like not adding like Soldier Boy, Arab might have used Fruity Loops, who we talked about in the past. I feel like there's parallels between these two. Yeah. Um, those two. Uh anyways, let's launch into it. But so this song is kind of an anomaly, and I feel like it's the one that features Bun B, and I feel like Chuck English is... You pick that, too? Why do we keep doing this? It's just the obvious hits, man. We're gonna I mean, I was going to pick Bike as a, jo- as a joke since I knew you were going to pick it. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Uh, but yeah, this this song, I feel like the production is kind of paying homage, homage to it. it to Bun B within the production, and throughout the whole album, it's a lot like a lot more synths and like shiny production than previous stuff. 
So certified USDA brand dude from PA. I'm just going to say, since you're shaking your head, I did have another song I was going to play, but I'd have to download it. It's not worth it. And it's UGK and I'm rocking. I'll get it. I'll get it the other one because I already know what you were going to pick. Up, serving these boys. So place your orders. I'll send them up. Blue place your order. Special with the blue paint dripping Carolina blue. Jays on my feet. Night tripping, dipping one deep. Fuck it, two. Matter of fact, quattro, me, Chuck, Mikey, and one seat left out. Oh, sweet James Jones gripping sweet grain. Homes, it's a bumpy ride. So, real quick, not to pause that while we we're getting in the groove, but. I felt like this whole album, even though it's called When Fish Ride Bicycles, it's very much like a car album, like a lot of references to cars. The song's called Gas Station. Obviously, Bun B and like Houston music is all about that too. So it's not surprising to hear him say what he just said. Rewind it back 30 seconds. Hit that 30 second button. Play it back. So you best to hang on. We kamikaze style and we about to get it gung ho. 84 barrettes on 84, the trunk is hung low. Fifth wheel dragon got the boppers in my sight. I bust a UE at the intersection, catch him at the light. Yo. You could think of all this stuff as doing it on a bicycle though too. Wait, wait, wait. Before you go back in, didn't they have on their first album a big hit about a bike wasn't there one something about like wheelie um, on my bike yeah or? yeah black oh black mags is that the name of it i don't know because that I was feel the other like thing you're was, right though i was wondering yeah i think it might be black mags that's the other thing i was thinking when you chose this album is like i always picture them as like riding down on like a bmx bike with pegs <laughs> i could see that uh, they're the cool kids and that's what cool kids do. Yeah. But quick backstory for those who don't know, cool kids, Chuck English was from Michigan. Mikey rocks was from Matson, Illinois, which I brought up on the podcast known for their auto mall. Always drive past it when I'm going from Champaign, Illinois to Chicago and they met in Chicago. There is once another thing I noticed about this album is there's a lot of summertime songs mm -hmm. and it came out August 22nd, 2011, which I feel like that might have been why it didn't connect because it wasn't like the album of the summer. It was like maybe it came out at a weird time. Mm -hmm. Anyways, and there's also a song called Bundle Up talking about being by the frozen lakes. Black Mags is pedal down the foothills, wheelies on the front. Yep. Diamond with the black mag, black mag. Which even that already, I'm just going to keep pausing this every three seconds. Even like a song like Black Mags and Chuck English's production even though they're from Chicago, I feel like the South was a dominant form of hip hop and like their music also is indebted to that as well. Got a plan, I got a man and we can hook up something tight. Just make a right into the game. Speaking of Oakland, I'm not going to play Scraper Bike, but Scraper Bike by Truck Boys, the ultimate bike song. Sounds like a McDonald's jingle. So that's the other thing. 88, they had a song called 88. And for some reason, I feel like that comes up in terms of the year a lot in the Cool Kids songs. And ever what? since I was a kid, I latched onto that and I just love everything at 88 BPM because I feel like a lot of their songs are like slower like that too. Is one of them born in 88, you think? could be or it could they were kind of like a reference back to the 80s i guess in terms of their like run dmc we've done a connection from them to run dmc before it was all eyes on me now i used that same beat when he spit street dreams my mind that was another fact i didn't realize nas street dreams and tupac all eyes on me both use the same sample 
Nice. I'll give you Some 100 points. Laura Cliff or something. Don't quote me on that. It's probably wrong. I drove a Corsic and we was in the backseat. Looking out the window, imagination, real big dreams. I set a new standard for who felt like me. Then this is Chuck English. Wild flagrant files can't scream. Showing you the big picture, the complete HD. When the DVR rewinded back, you wouldn't believe. Said I'd bring that old thing and back. DVR reference. Airfare's way more for a trip to Ibiza. The Petro is five bucks a cabin. What the fuck is the deal? We too dependent on that barrel It's the way of the world Too dependent on that barrel Gotta ride bikes Preach Sir Michael Rocks more than I gave fool man fuck it you can keep that fucking all my niggas in the range ropes just keep trucking same picture in the frame so selling suede hats in the rain won't work but one try won't hurt me lucky number 10's in a rondo jersey we at the gas station you can get in the front seat go to the gas station fill up the air in your bike tires you know it's 2011. Bar. They're talking about Rondo jerseys. Yeah. Number 10. So were you more of a Chuck English or a Mikey Rocks fan? I think I always liked Chuck English's um, production. Especially when I first started making beats, I tried to make a beat like him and I failed miserably. Yeah. You know that song, I'm Mikey, I, I, I rock. I think uh-huh. Mikey Rocks made that beat. I might be wrong, but that's one of my favorite beats. What about you? Uh, same. I like like Mikey Rocks. I feel like has like just that like charisma and like more interesting kind of flow that's needed to make it a good duo. But yeah, Chuck English was like I feel like the mastermind. Yeah. Which, by the way, Chuck English has heard me rap. Nice. Which is always a great story. Apparently, he, he laughed at one line. I, I wasn't there to see it. Wait, how did he hear you rap? He heard a recording of a song that my friends made in high school that was kind of basically trying to rip him off, rip off the cool kids. Wait, how did he hear you rap, though? Because uh, another, or one of our friends, another friend went to um, school in Texas and uh-huh. got involved with like booking shows and booked the cool kids. Played it for him. Nice. <laughs> Probably annoyed the shit out of him. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. All right, you pass it. Good edit point. Pass it back. Edit all that out. All right, we were talking about Pink Floyd bike. And we mentioned how the inventor of LSD rode his bicycle on his trip. Um... Which got me to another guy who's riding his bicycle, but he's not on LSD. He's looking for his lover. This is the short film, Les Bicicletes de Belsize, sung by Engelbert Humperdinck. And that's, no way. <laughs> yeah, did you do Engelbert too? <laughs> I thought about it. <laughs> Came up on list of bike songs when I yeah I had that. to get had to get started with some Inkelbert, who actually that's not his real name borrowed from a um, German composer. Damn, launching in though too good had to choose it. I'll give like you Fiedersen points. I feel like we haven't talked about this genre of music much. I don't even know what you'd call this. Turning. Turning the world goes on. We can't change it, my friend. Let us go riding now through the days to. So, the genre I would call this is like. It's almost like pop ballads. Uh huh. 
And you kind of have this in not only English, but I feel like some European countries also have similar ballads like this. But uh, Engelbert has been described as one of the finest middle-of-the-road balladeers around. <laughs> I was going to say it's like a broke Frank Sinatra, or it's like Frank yeah. Sinatra, but a little bit above karaoke. Yeah, right. <laughs> Like if someone did this at karaoke and was like, this is Frank Sinatra. This is my rendition of Frank Sinatra. I'd be like, that's pretty damn good. Yeah, it's like it's like for people who just like butter on their toast. Yeah. <laughs> people who want a beach cruiser. It's not too scary. On a flat road. But I was blown away to realize, why would you choose the name Engelbert Humperdinck? As your, I mean, it's uh, catchy. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> it does stand out in a list of yeah. names, as we both found out. It's a very funny name. <laughs> it's so funny. It's probably the best thing about him. <laughs> uh, real name is Arnold George Dorsey, so maybe it's too generic. That's pretty good. Arnold George Georgie? Dorsey. Oh, okay. I would have gone <laughs> George Georgie. <laughs> he did start with the name Jerry Dorsey, talking about the spiders. Wow. Give but. me five points. He, I guess someone told him that name wasn't like catchy enough. We should do a Jerry episode. <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> Anything's on the table, folks. <laughs> Bicycle. Send us. Send us themes. Connecting the classics at gmail.com. I did it my way. <laughs> I'd also put uh, <laughs> I'd also put like Tom Jones kind of in this genre which that name probably that name probably means nothing this is from a short film yeah it's from a short film about a guy riding around a park looking for his lover and is Engelbert Humperdinck in the film or just does no, the soundtrack no no just singing for the soundtrack uh, gotta read this hilarious wiki line though um uh, so this is his like manager. So the manager is aware that the singer had been struggling for several years to become successful in the music industry. So he suggested a name change to something more arresting, like Engelbert Humperdinck, <laughs> borrowed from the 19th century German composer. So what the composer had the same name? They just like took it from him, yeah. It was the exact same name. Yeah, yeah. I like that. So <laughs> Engelbert Humperdinck's not off the table for someone in the future. I kind of like hey, that be idea. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> like DJ Engelbert Humperdinck? You don't even need the DJ. Just Engelbert Humperdinck. <laughs> uh, the DJ makes it better. Yeah, I think that's that's money. Anyone who wants to use that, I want to... Free idea. Um, all right, we ran out of time. Was going to talk a little bit about the California cycle way, but maybe we'll talk about that on my next connection. We'll get into that. I'm going to go quick here. All right. If you're passing it back. Passing it. And I do want to slow down the podcast even more. Say apologies for saying edit that. I'll edit that out earlier because I know that's a podcast trope now and it's not funny. But <laughs> I am thinking it sometimes so that maybe I can edit it out. But this episode, I think I'm going to not edit it at all and put out live. One take. Yep. So on the Cool Kids album, there is a posse cut that I definitely remember when this came out. It has Asher Roth, Chip the Ripper, and Boldy James, which I didn't realize. Like Boldy James has gotten popular in recent years yeah and he was doing it back 2011 and like the cool kids kind of introduced him to the masses which i definitely heard these songs but i wasn't immediately like oh i'm a huge boldy james fan because he didn't have the blog clout like everyone else did yeah um so launching into a song by boldy james that's gonna be dropped in up oh. I should edit this, but I'm not going to. I'm dropping the song in. It's uh, produced by The Alchemist, who has kind of been around Boldy James' career a lot. Uh, he references a bike lane. Boldy James, Pinto. Alchemist. We're talking about The Chemist, Albert Hoffman. Oh. Million points. Ran up a check on the outskirts, stacks all of my insoles. Torn like a concert with them beans, I ain't talking pintos. Basement was in a bike lane, stayed down, I was. Bike lane. 
ten toes. On the eight with my bloodline. Was nutty throwing big falls. On the east, 24 carry. Cutty throwing up big falls. All the outs balling on the budget. Fucking, I'ma get them bricks up. In the kitchen with the alchemist. Cooking up, I'm a mix mode. Risk code when I. In the kitchen with the alchemist. Albert Hoffman. I spin it up, niggas tin it up, but I'm fishball. Niggas tin it up, but I'm fishball. Keep that coat swimming in a fishball. It's that 2020 Pyrex vision on the list, though. Niggas say burning up the turnpike got me like witch road. Not a really bus bus. I ain't talking flip mode. Said he on the 6th floor. Told him meet me at the sicko. On 7 in Littlefield, pint of high tech and a script of pills. Bitches know I got the juice. Meet me at the sicko, just like the gas station of the cool kids. Get a brick of blunt, cut it, hit it with the fentanyl. Baby bottle sport. Get that fentanyl. The formula, not talking infamil. Before I had a record deal. I was really in the field. New dads love that line. Get a nigga spill. Before I had a fan base, I was selling ten flakes. Breaking in the cash, trying to make sure that my man straight. Now everybody breaking bags. Shook all of that dead weight. Upgrading my stash, shaking that bag like I landscape. My little brother SK. Gotta fight a fair case. Whole lot of gang shit. And that's without the handshake. Ran up a check on the outskirts. Stacks all of my insides. Torn like a concert with them beans. I ain't talking pentos. Base rentals in a bike lane. Stay bike lanes. Down, I was ten toes. On the eight with my bloodline. Was nutty throwing big balls. On the east 24 kids. So yeah. Cutty throwing up big balls. Apparently, Boldy James is Chuck English's cousin. In the kitchen with the Alchemist. And then, apparently, Boldy James recently found out he's related to Snoop Dogg, too. So I don't know if that's. A giant web of nepotism or talent. But Boldy James from Detroit. He's part of like the Griselda people that I also don't really get into them. But I was just fascinated by the Cool Kids connection because I had no idea I was listening to Boldy James back when I was listening to the Cool Kids. You got any thoughts on him? Candy paint. Just like Bun B, some Bun, Bun B, B might say. I'm just enjoying. I actually don't think I've ever really listened to his stuff. So this is from 2020. It's a fun flow that he's using. Yeah. Really staccato, but a really slow beat. Yep. Like, fits in perfectly. I saw some, since we always bring up MF Doom, book of, uh, book available now. Uh, I saw a YouTube commenter saying, I this reminds me of Doom for some reason, which I can kind of see, because it's like just these brief flashes of, like, good imagery. Yeah. And it fits the beat. Yeah. Apparently, Pinto is a slang word for penis in Portuguese. Nice. Is he and Portuguese? There is also a bike named Pinto. No, it's his has a line in there is like something about, yeah, selling, talking about beans, not selling Pinto. beans, not Pinto. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um that was good though. Yeah, pass it back. He also reminds you a little bit of Dom Kennedy. Do you remember him? Kind of, of also course. blog blog. Another era. blog era giant. Yeah. So that's the thing that's just crazy to me is like all the like Chip the Ripper at one point people thought he was gonna be huge. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, he was like on a Kid Cudi song and everyone's like... And even the cool kids who I feel like now are getting a lot of retrospective appreciation, but I feel like uh -huh. they just never became like huge superstars that they could have been, even though they were to like to me, which I think it was partly an Illinois connection. Yeah. But then like Griselda, which is West Side Gun, Benny the Butcher, Mac Hami, Conway the Machine, they all have like... It's like kind of, I guess... Yeah, I don't know. I could explain it, but everyone already knows. It's like a, a specific style, you know, that Boldy James does yeah. too, that maybe Chuck English and like Mikey Rocks don't. So it makes sense that he's kind of found more popularity within the last few years, even though he's been doing it for a while. Well, I think, you know, pairing him with Alchemist makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I guess he did his first album too, and then they've just work together a ton yeah and there's videos too i've seen of i felt like it was the alchemist it might have been someone else on like another podcast or something or just like a studio session playing a beat and he's just like sitting at a table and he just keeps rapping like that song it's just nice. like 
pure talent. Yeah. All right, pass it back. All right, we're talking about Engelbert Humperdinck. Mainly just wanted to talk about bicycles. Uh, you had alluded to, are you going to talk about the California Cycleway? No, I have no idea what that oh, okay. is. And I'm also thinking, since you were talking about his flow on that song, yeah, I don't know if like the Migos do something similar to that, but or like the staccato, like da 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 da. It's almost like a children's book again. Ooh, nice. I'm just trying to deconstruct that style because I don't know exactly what it is, but I liked it too with that beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think what Migos does feels different, but I do see the similarities. Migos is triplets. Um. All right, moving to the California Cycleway. It's this plan that they built this gigantic wooden structure that stretched basically from Pasadena to downtown LA. Uh, there was a big bike boom, I think in the US, but definitely in LA in the 1800s. And so they had this gigantic cycleway, like a highway, but for bikes. Wow. Um, which is really sick, but the streetcars got built and basically they decided there was no reason they weren't making enough money off of them off the cycleway. So they yep. tore them down and built the gas stations. Yep, exactly. Uh, so I always think it would have been really cool to experience that cycleway, but it said we got to watch it crash, launching into streetlight manifesto. Yeah. Bike crash is horrible. One of those things that are surprisingly really gnarly. Yeah, I bet. You ever crashed on a bike? It's usually uh, someone's yeah. worst injury of their life. I've like fallen off a bike, but I don't know if I've had a real crash. All right. But you know, we'll they just... did in Pasadena just do, they reopened it on the freeway. They had a whole day where everyone was biking on the freeway. Oh, nice. So a little yeah. homage or a homage. Yep. We're always on the pulse. And we're always evergreen. Love it. All right, launching in street light. Friend of the pod. <laughs> Big friend. Oh. There it is. It sounds like from first to last, Skrillex. So 2007, off somewhere in between, or somewhere in the in the between. Listen to this album like when Fish Ride Bicycles revisit it because I feel like I dismissed it at the time. So I know we've talked about it. We did a whole episode of Streetlight versus Catch 22. But I couldn't really remember why did he break off? Is it an infighting? I don't know the story. I can't remember. My ska punk days are so far behind me. So I'll need ver- verification from any uh, listeners that we have in the Netherlands, but uh, I was reading online that they don't have a compulsory uh, helmet rule, which I would, I'm surprised, but it's actually a pretty logical um, rationale 
basically just little kids wear bike helmets. There's no helmet if, law in the Netherlands. If there was saying? a law, yeah, they say that if there's a law, it would negatively affect people wouldn't ride their bikes. So obviously you can wear them if you want, but there's no law. What do you think about seatbelts? Well, you can kill someone if you don't wear your seatbelt. How though? Your body goes flying around in a vehicle. Your body like flies through the windshield and lands in the other car? Or just no, your hits body, someone? If you're in the back seat or something, you could hit the other passenger. But what if you're by yourself in the car, I guess? I mean, don't you think if someone just never wears their seatbelt, they're going to forget? Oh, I'm in a car with people. Let me put my seatbelt on. Like, that's even harder to remember. Maybe. Not if it's been the law. <laughs> hey, I'm just wanna... wondering. I don't really I don't really know the answer. But, like, same with helmets on bikes. I tend to wear them if I'm doing a serious bike ride. But if I'm just riding around the neighborhood, I'm not going to wear it. Like, fully knowing if I get hit, I could hit my head. Yeah. I guess for me, I've always just felt like the risk isn't worth it. I feel that way with skiing and bicycles. I uh, just know too many people that have had serious injuries with and without helmets. I mean, I'm not really sure why cars don't come equipped with whatever they put in race cars. Because a lot of race car drivers seem to crash and be okay. Yeah. That actually be hilarious if people started <laughs> wearing race helmets. I mean, I would fully like strap in if I could to my car like as safe as possible because driving is very dangerous. So anyways, any Dutch listeners, let us know if that's true. No one wears bike helmets except for little kids. I believe it. I mean, just imagine like Dutch people. Yeah. They don't need a helmet. Yeah. And I feel like they're like, I'm not talking down about them. Like, you know, the most, it's not only is it the most bike friendly place, it's the most tolerant place where I feel like everyone's just like taking their turn, you know, uh -huh. go across the street. Everyone knows to follow the rules. Yeah. I could be wrong though. Right in. All right. I'll, I'll pass, All right it. pass it back. See now this episode really does need some editing, but you know, you get what you pay for. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's see. What other songs do I got here? <laughs> All right. Got, I'm going on a run. <laughs> I got this one. Now I'm going on a run. I'm going on a ride. We're not going to listen to when this is see you. Riding on my bike. Riding on my bike. We're not going to listen to that. We left off. Boldy James. Pinto. Are you going on a run? No, it's okay. Go ahead. All right. Boldy James. Pinto talking about uh, bike lane. Launching into Stephen Malcolmus, Malcolmus and the Jicks song. Kind of taking a bad turn here, talking about violence, crashes, death. And uh, this song is about Freddie Gray, who was, if you remember from 2015, was like a black guy in Baltimore, I believe, that there were three. Yeah three bike cops chased him down and essentially arrested him for having a knife that turned out to be something he could legally possess and like basically killed him somehow not clear how but by being like rough with him police brutality style Damn. so not a very uplifting way to go into this song but bike lane that's what the song's about or that's what yeah. happened to the guy that's what happened to the guy, and the song was just kind of about it. just realizing there's a Kevin Morby song where he mentions Freddie Gray as well. Who's Kevin Morby? 
uh like a la singer songwriter it's actually uh, that song was really popular it was in the i think airbnb or maybe vrbo commercial huh beautiful strangers is the name of it hmm big spotify darling it's like in everyone's recommended playlist interesting yeah it's like with everything that's happened in america in the past five six seven years it is crazy that like you know some of these names it's like hard to remember the stories yeah in some sense because it was like michael brown was and ferguson was a big news story and like there were protests against police brutality and stuff and then this yeah. was the next year but it is like not it's not funny but it's just very strange that stephen malcolmus who's from the uh what's that band pavement yeah made like this song about police brutality but like it almost reminded me of like some pink floyd era like songs we've heard about you know four dead in ohio yeah or like yeah, yeah. something like that i don't know But I bring this album to say cops are assholes even when they're on bikes. Would you rather run? Uh, <laughs> never mind, I'm not gonna ask that. What'd you say? Never mind. I was thinking when I was driving across LA to get to Manhattan Beach. First of all, I feel like LA should have horse lanes. Horse? Horse lanes. It would just be a crazy city. Everyone's on the freeway. Horse yeah. freeways. Just shit and horse dirt horses. everywhere. But everyone's just riding a horse super fast. Or if not that, then like bikes and e-bikes. But it would probably take like twice as long. But I was thinking driving across LA was literally like just driving on GTA 5's map. But I wanted to be able to like shoot at some cops out the window basically. All right, good edit point. I'll edit out this whole song. Sorry, I'm just reading the details about Freddie Gray. Yeah, well, I'm going on a run. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. I'm riding on my bike. I'm going round the block. No, I it's almost like so fucked up, or it's like so fucked up it's not worth talking about on the podcast. Yeah. I'm so happy here, guys. I'm just riding on my bike. I'm going round the block. But you were talking about children's songs. What's the story on this one? <laughs> this is Sia, same year as Foldy James, 2020. Nice. Doing a charity song. So good. Talked about is Sia it? last episode. Is it supposed to be a children's song? Or like, you know, I think so. It was like a yeah. children's album that raised money for something or other. Wow. I'm going to give you an episode for this one. Redemption after Freddie Gray took us to a dark place. Yeah, I realized after playing it, it's like the vibe of the song is like, it's just funny. It's like white guys making a song about this and then two white guys talking about it. And we're not going to like, really say anything insightful about police brutality and unfair treatment of killing of black people on this podcast. Not saying like that we couldn't do that, but we're not going to. We couldn't. And we're not going to. I am saying we couldn't. And we don't edit. What did she say? Broccoli wow. and fish sticks. I'm hungry when fish ride bicycles. Pass it back. Nice. I thought you were going to go to the Kanye um, fish sticks. South Park. 
Uh, no, but we'll be getting into fish. Okay. Sticks. All right. Well, we're talking about crash. Watch it crash. Talking about bike crashes, bike helmets, which got me to the crash test dummies. Which I didn't realize this song has become a bit of a meme, but it's it's hilarious in itself, so I'm not surprised. Uh, this is mm mm mm. Have you heard this one before? Mm mm. Opening line is once there was a kid who got into an accident and couldn't come to school. This kid who got into an accident and couldn't come to school, but when he finally came. Talked a little bit about Pearl Jam, Creed. Love yes. this singing style. Not enough <laughs> Wait, what do band this. is this? <laughs> Crashed as dummies. Oh, nice. Late 90s. His hair had turned from black into bright white. Said that it was from when the cousin smashed so hard. Mm -hmm. Once there was this girl who wouldn't go and change with the girls in the I'm feeling this. Yeah, as you mentioned, I feel like I kind of vibe with the song, even though it's so easy to like make fun of. Yeah, you know, Rolling Stone. I saw it was listed on Rolling Stone's worst songs ever. <laughs> but it's it's kind of incredible when you think about what he's singing about and how he does it. Yeah, I haven't even. I was, don't even know what he's singing about. <laughs> well, the first one's about a kid who gets in a car accident and gets injured, uh, and then second one is about a girl who's afraid. And when he comes back to class, people will, like stare at him uh-huh second one's a girl who refuses to change her clothes because she has birthmarks on her body damn and the third one is about a boy whose parents are super religious like pentecostal and make him always go to church wow and the line is that the first two feel better about themselves because the third boy exists nice all i can hear is i got the horses in the back Another children's book song. Yeah. New karaoke song. <laughs> I'd love to see this like when they wrote this song. I feel like if you could nail this, you would bring the house down. Absolutely. This is 93, by the way. I don't know if I mentioned that. Full crowd. Full room's going. Feels like baritone basses were totally like her like bass voices were a thing 
in the 90s, not as much anymore. There is the person, though, in the National, I think, with this kind of a low voice. Yeah. I just want to say political rant, add more bike lanes in or and or horse freeways in your cities. And also, for the record, don't arrest people. There's no reason to like brutally escalate yeah so i've played too many songs i've dug myself into too many holes this episode that we're not editing and we left off with sia talking about fish sticks when fish ride bicycles sticking the landing here launching into like stephen malcolmus who was in pavement and then had a solo project this is trey anastasio let me lie from his solo album after the 2004 breakup of Fish. One, two, three. Gonna take my bike out. I'm not a big fish fan. Up on the mountain. But I like this let song. Me lie uncovered on the floor. I it's so weird. I, I never associate this name with Make fish, but it, this is the dude. This is like the main guy. Yeah. You go away this is the Sid Barrett of fish. It's the Bon Scott of fish. Without the death, though. What'd you say? He's like those two, except for he he hasn't died. But he's taking his bike out. Is he wearing a helmet? But I was liking this song for you know, gonna take my bike out. Gonna ride it slowly, just how I like. Talking acid, talking fish. Sorry, I'm gonna fade this keep, one out in the sake of time. I don't I need just to just keep to reading Sanjo. these. I lose the wikis. Episode. Everything you keep choosing, I read these wikis and it just has these insane dark turns. Oh God, what happened here? He was arrested for on a uh, traffic violation, failed a sobriety test, and he lived. wasn't killed. Do you see the connect? Do you see any reason why that might have been? And he had heroin and other drugs and got a felony drug charge. Trey Anastasia. Yeah. When was this? Like before Fish formed? 2006. Oh, damn. But he didn't go to jail, which is crazy. I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. His conviction was reduced to a misdemeanor. I think he's sober now. I bet. I would. That Your life could have been over there. Felony yeah. charge would be a real bummer. Yeah. Yeah, definite drug culture associated. It sounds like I know nothing about fish other than in 1998, they covered Dark Side of the Moon live in Utah, which leads me into Pink Floyd. 
And uh, when I was looking up this song, it was saying like, yeah, they broke up in 2004 and it was about his rediscovery of himself. And it sounds like it didn't work out as utopian as he planned. He was going to take his bike out and ride it slowly. Instead, he ended up driving his car too fast. So a little lesson well, there. You are right, though. He's been sober since that. Yeah. So good for him. All right. That's a little positive turn at the end there. Yeah. Thank God. All right. All right. I'll take, take us, us home, home here. Drive we us home. Driving us home. Yeah. That's part of my connection here. That cars have ultimately this. killed the bike. So now there's tons of songs about cars. In addition to bikes. No, we're going to play. Since you already played Gas Station, we're going to play. Cool kids, black mags. <laughs> nice. This is off the big sale album we've been mentioning. You can hear the difference though in the production. Yeah, like really raw, gritty. Yep. White mag rims, red rubber tires, chain frame pegs, grip shit to my supplier. Dope man attire, give me about an hour and I have it clicking, ticking, gliding, flying like MacGyver. I'm a murder club, dope pedal rider. Nigel said I'm good, they get that ink on my bicep. I get busy as a bee on my bike grips. If I can't walk, busy the as a bee on my bike grips. Bitch, and I'm flying, it's tied to the side, that's the flag that I'm flying. Add to the fact that it all coincides with these wheels that I'm riding three point mags make you think that I'm gliding shit nigga I ain't lying I got a long so were you a, a BMX you seem like someone who had like a BMX bike growing up I did and I had pegs yeah so this song is at 86 ppm so I'm not wrong but 88 nice. is around the 88 range is where the cool kids are that makes sense most like golden age hip hop is in the 90s like 93 to 98 maybe Mm -hmm. And then anything much faster than that, you're getting into almost like dance music. Yeah, I used to have the bike with the pegs, you know, might ride, bring someone along for the ride, took down to Clark Park in Champaign, nice. Illinois. Five points. Did you do bike tricks? Maybe Hessel Park. Uh, no, I wasn't very good. You like stand on the seat? Are you a no, BMXer? I never did BMX scene, but like me and my friend, we used to try to invent like acrobatic things. What'd you do? Like, like stand on your seat while you're riding. <laughs> Could you do that? Yeah, yeah, we were nuts. We, we used to do that. Another one was we would like stand on the middle, the middle bar, like you're and, surfing. And you're in Montana, so were you doing like mountain biking downhill? I'm trying to think of what we had. I think it was just like bikes. I don't know. Yeah. Something from like Walmart. But uh, yeah, pretty nuts. We used to ride on the back of each other's bikes without pegs. We would just like stand on the little like sprocket things. You guys are out of your mind like Sid Barrett. <laughs> yeah. Dino. I had a dino, dino, I'm pretty sure. Do you have a dino? I'm pretty sure. Let me look this up. I know if I didn't have one, I wanted one. Actually, I just remembered. I did have a mountain bike. You're right. Yeah, I had this one. The silver with the red dino writing. Nice. Look it up on Pinterest. All right, play us out. All right. I gave my connection already. Fish to Pink Floyd. And the song I chose was Not Yet in the Thing. So I got to drop it in a little behind the scenes. Matilda Mother. Nice. What do you think of this one? Yeah, that one's fun. I don't know why why I liked it. Just something about you it. Like dissonance. Is it's it like a really crazy s scale? Is it? I didn't even realize. And I was it related to Matilda the movie? Uh, I'm not sure. It could be. I Matilda mean, Matilda mother the, like the name just stuck out to me too. I think Matilda's a book too. Before right, right. 
give you five points for being cultured. Real quick, we don't plan this. There was a king who ruled the land. Sounds like a children's book. Yes. I always feel like this stuff could be sung like by little gnomes. You only have to read the lines of truly black and everything shines. This is definitely a DMT gnome song. Matilda book is a rolled doll book written in 1988 though so after Pink Floyd what year? 88 weaving webs (laughs) yes All right, see you on the Jerry episode. <laughs> it's not going to get much better than that. This is kind of dissonant, huh? And it's almost got like, I don't know if you'd call it Middle Eastern. But like, bum, 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 bum. So you're right, Indian. Inspired yeah, so like the Beatles. Wiki calls it. Uh, I don't know how you say this word. But we P-H- don't claim to P H R Y G I A N. P H R A Y. P H R Y. Fry. Phrygian. Phrygian. That's the dominant. That's the scale. Or Pari. Parigian? Oh my god, I can't believe oh, I Oh, I've seen that word, but I don't know how to pronounce it. Anyways, that and then the outro is Mixolydian, which is another weird one. I've seen it because I just typed it in. Uh, Yeah. Well, good albums. Rushed episode. Wish I could have edited out a lot of it. Especially the Stephen Malkmus and... Boldy no, James, I think, was good. We connected from Pink Floyd to the Cool Kids and back again. Oh, it's Phrygian. 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 No, and great episode. What's Phrygian, real quick? For, That's the name of the scale. If anyone's still listening, they're going to listen to this. It's the scale. Oh, okay. It's not the like named after anything. Oh, oh, I, I don't know. Pythagorean theorem. Maybe. Phrygian. All right, bicycles. See you on the Jerry episode. All right, see you.